welcome back to the Retro Cinema Review Podcast, the podcast where we re-watch and review older TV and movies. Um, well, where do we start? <laughs> it has been a while. Um, life got crazy, and with COVID, it's gotten even crazier, and I've decided, wow, no time like the present to jump back on this bandwagon, um, because I feel like soon we're going to all run out of newer content, and we're really going to be leaning on older TV and movies. So, with that said, we are going to move on to episode 6, season 1 of Big Love. Um, This one I had already previously gone through, kind of play-by-play, but I think what I'm going to do after this, now that we're officially halfway through season 1, is to condense it a little bit and move through season one more quickly. Um, I also want to start some new shows, some older shows. Um, I somewhat stumbled on finding that Amazon Prime Video has bewitched um, all, what is it, eight seasons in all its glory. Um, So I started watching that just for the heck of it, and I realized, like, oh, this is uh, interesting. (laughs) I watched it as a kid in the 80s and, you know, reruns, but watching it as an adult in 2020 is a very different experience. So I think we're going to need to do that, so we're going to start that here soon. But until then, um, let's get started on Big Love Season 1, Episode 6, Roberta's Funeral. Okay, so this episode, Roberta's Funeral, originally aired, of course we know it was on HBO. Um, The date was April 16th of 2006. Wow. All right, so let's get back into the craziness that is this Henriksen family. Wow. So we open on Nikki begging Bill to impregnate her. Creepy. Um, Then she asks his opinion on the name Newell. Like, what, Newell Post? I don't know. Nikki's an oddball. Um, We then meet up with Lois. Mother Lois, she's bringing baked goods to some sort of function on the compound. I I don't know why she keeps trying to ingratiate herself to these people. Like, Lois is not really, like, she was born into this compound, but she's, like, not one of them. She's much more of a free spirit, not a follower, but whatever. She keeps trying to ingratiate herself to these people for some odd reason. So, it apparent that it's a funeral for one of her sister wives, Roberta. So, I guess I can understand, pay her respects. Okay. Um, and then we find out Lois has come to claim her throne. Apparently, Frank has been telling her for years, Oh, when Roberta dies, Lois, you'll be first wife. We'll get, you know, legally uh, married. And so, I guess Lois is like, that's it. It's my time to shine. Um, and of course, Frank being Frank decides to go back on his word. And when she brings it up, he refuses and says, oh, even with a gun to my head, you know, he would never marry her. Lois, girl, you do not want any legal ties to this vile, vile man. Trust me, run. So then we see Bill, who is continuing to attempt to persecute Roman, and then he heads out to partake in Roberta's funeral. Um, I, uh, God, I don't even know what Bill is trying to do. It seems like he's grasping at straws, trying to find ways to take Roman down. I don't know. Good luck, Bill. Um, 
Although, more interesting, Barb is asking Nikki about her cycle so they can plan the family calendar around it. You know, so she can get pregnant ASAP. So Nikki, I guess, has found her angle. Interesting. So then we see Nikki, the ever-conniving, underhanded wife, putting her birth control pill in her mouth. Weren't we just saying we were trying to get pregnant? Okay, just checking. So, of course, everything is underhanded with Nikki, so it looks like it's just a ploy to spend more time with Bill. Yeah, that's not going to backfire, not at all. Mm-hmm, sure. So then we see Bill getting to the compound. He's bringing his mother a small TV. Um, I have to laugh because <laughs> it's funny how cumbersome TVs used to be before flat screens. But it took more than one person to lift and move and... Like, now I can have a toddler come over and move my flat screen. <laughs> um, on another note, though, Lois says that she wanted to marry Frank to make Bill, his brother, and sister legitimate. I'm sorry, um, sister? I believe this is the first we're hearing of Bill having a sister. Okay, I guess maybe we'll come back to that later because then it drops and we keep moving, so... Yeah. So then we see Bill run to the UEB headquarters and confronts Roman. And I have to laugh because Adeline is there and <laughs> there's like this glass window. It's like an outdoor, you know, upper lower sash window, but it's in the middle of the building between rooms. <laughs> she slides it up and slams it shut. And the first thing I thought of when I saw that was, remember that 80s movie Beetlejuice? And in the waiting room, <laughs> the receptionist who looks like a green pixie or something, I don't remember, but she, she opens the window and screams, now serving number 26,903, and then slams it shut. <laughs> That's exactly what Adeline reminded me of. So basically, Bill just starts running into people on the compound he doesn't want to see necessarily. He hangs out with his dad and brother and just kind of in general mingles with all of these crazy people. Um, again, like he's paying his respects to Roberta. She was technically one of his mothers, I guess. Um, but part of this fun-filled family death-related reunion is a father-son trip to the, quote, Savers Club. Think like Sam's Club, I guess. I wouldn't even call it a Costco. It wasn't that highbrow. Um, to buy a casket for Roberta. A casket in the Savers Club. Okay. So Frank, who picks out for his most beloved wife, a casket made of particle board for $279.99. And when Bill and his brother take issue with it, Frank swears that she was a simple woman and wouldn't want anything more. This guy's just a picture of a grieving husband. Yeah. Ugh, disgusting. Um, poor Margie, we see her breaking down and starts, like, spilling her guts to Ben about how she's depressed and feels alone because she's not able to socialize in order to avoid arousing suspicion and... Margie, I understand, but girl, if you could just, like, watch what you say, you could 
be allowed to, like, speak to other people like your sister wives do. But you can't be trusted, girl. You've got to, like, rein it in. So, Bill, we see him proposing to Rowan Grant a flat-out payoff of $50,000 in regards to Roman attempting to lay claim to the Second Home Plus store. He uses the um, loan and the lawsuit he's been researching to blackmail Roman. So basically he's saying, take this payoff and Bill will see to it that the lawsuit doesn't become public knowledge so it won't damage the UEB. Uh, Roman never takes anything easily, so who knows how he's going to like respond to this. Oh, we then see Nikki. Oh, Nikki, Nikki. She's always trying to kind of game the system and get around doing what she needs to and just doing things Nikki's way. Um, she goes to Home Plus and attempts to use Barb's family discount to buy a, like, a garbage disposal. Sorry, where I grew up, we called them grinders. I don't know. Don't ask. Ugh. Um, and... The cashier takes issue with it because she doesn't have the discount card. Um, so Nikki finally is like, whatever, just here, and hands over her credit card. And when the card is swiped, the company indicates that it's declined and says, please keep the card. So the cashier won't give Nikki back the card. She's like, but it says to keep it. And of course, who saunters over but little Miss Wendy? Uh, the super suspicious office clerk. Yeah, this isn't going to go badly at all. Good God. <laughs> so we leave Nikki standing there trying to get out of this pickle. And we go back to Roberta's funeral where we get to see Bill's father talking about what a wonderful wife Roberta was, which is great, but you can just tell everything he says is with a hint of snark and sarcasm and just rude and classless. And you can tell... It's just, like, not genuine, which I feel so bad for poor dead Roberta. But he just always, always has that note of snark, and it just seems insincere. So then he makes kind of this big deal of announcing that Nita, another one of his wives, will be stepping into the role and taking the title of first wife. And you can tell Lois is hot. She's super ticked about this. So Bill takes his dad outside, and they start negotiations. Oh my God. His father wants 15,000. Bill says, absolutely not. So his dad counters with, well, I wouldn't take less than 10. And Bill's like three. Uh, oh. So they ended up settling on $5,000, new shingles for the roof because his father's roof leaks. And his dad says, throw in the tar and you've got a deal. Oh my God, the dynamics of this family are bonkers. Absolutely. So basically, Bill just bribed his father to legally marry his mother. What exactly do you call this? A dowry? A bribe? Is Lois chattel now? I don't know. I'm confused. But yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure this is just going to be a fabulous marriage. So then poor Barb was called in to Home Plus 
to listen to Wendy blather on about how Mr. Hendrickson is super strict about people having the discount card to receive the discount because any, otherwise anybody could claim it and blah, 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 blah. Damn it, Wendy, shut up. Like, she's just too goody-two-shoes, too saccharine sweet, too little miss, I'm doing everything perfectly. Like, I don't know, I'm betting she got bullied as a kid. Only because she's so damn annoying. Ugh. So, Barb had come in and said that Nikki was her sister, cousin, something like that. Um, and basically saves poor Nikki. And as they walk out, Nikki realizes her car was parked in a 15-minute loading zone spot and she was towed. So she's forced to accept a ride home from Barb. <laughs> and then Nikki just proceeds to lose her shit kicking the dashboard and glove compartment because she doesn't want to feel like she needs to ask Barb's permission for everything she does. And she's mad because... She doesn't get to have any sort of public life as Bill's wife. Um, which, I mean, that's valid. Nikki didn't exactly approach this in the most mature adult way. But I can see where she's coming from. Oh, boy. So the end of the episode is Lois calling Bill all excited because she and Frank are getting legally married at the courthouse. Insert large sigh here. I don't even know what to think about that. Um, I don't know. Part of me is disappointed because I feel like Lois is such a free spirit and independent person. I feel like, well, not, I don't feel, she is settling. And in the worst way, like, ooh, He's, like, nothing to write home about. And it's not like she has little kids that they need a daddy. I mean, I just, uh, I, I can't explain it. I really do not know. But I feel like she has to have some motive somewhere, maybe? I don't know. It can't be that she loves him because he's just rude and an ass. So, I don't know. But... I guess we shall see. At any rate, um, stay tuned. We're going to kind of get back on this bandwagon, review some stuff. I Like I said, I feel like due to COVID, there's going to be a lot more of a need for us to go back and revisit old shows. Um, and actually, I think that's kind of fun. Um, I'm really enjoying, like I said, watching Bewitched and kind of seeing... Uh, the different dynamic from the mid 60s to 2020 so stay tuned because that's coming up next um and yeah until then email me with any other suggestions at retrocinemareviewpod at gmail.com and until next time if you don't have anything nice to say come sit next to me bye